fucking electric scooters, bro. They're the bane of my existence, and not necessarily because they they impinge upon my life, but just the people that ride them piss me off. Murray Street's fucking full of them. You got dickheads wearing full on motocross helmets. Yes. And rolling along at 20Ks an hour on a footpath. Look, I'm all for safety, but- Safety's gay. It's more the people, like, if they've got a helmet on, it means, like, they've got somewhat of a clue, I like to think. But I was walking down this street, Murray Street, the other day, and there was a larger lady riding one who'd clearly just probably got it. Um and she had no idea what she was doing, but she was on the footpath riding her scooter and, like, trying to talk to the woman next to her, and I was trying to, like, get past. But she was doing that thing where you go too slow on something and she's kind of, like, weaving. And then as I go to overtake, she, like, falls off into me, basically. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, be on the road and and scoot or fucking walk. I was on them in Paris, eh, and people fucking hip and shoulder you off the off the sidewalk. They're not happy about it at all. I endorse on it. On the birds. I've never been a big fan of the French, to be honest with you. Man, but, the French are chill. Well, They gave are. us baguettes and fucking croissant. Oh, you really rolled that out, didn't you? Yeah. Cultured. Je m'appelle Maybe Scott. you've heard of it, yeah. <laughs> La fille avec Marianne. Okay, don't know what that means, but cool. It means the woman with Marianne. I don't know why. Ah. Learned that in primary school. Voulu vouke chez avec moi, I believe. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I'm going foreign, eh? I'm going foreign next week. I'm going to Bali for fucking 10 days. A little bit of soul searching. I just figured I'm going to get away. It's going to be fucking weird, though. Trying to book accommodation, I was like, do I get a romantic villa for one? <laughs> it's <is> fucking depressing <laughs> as hell. Hey, man, you never know what's going to happen in the dead of night at Favela. Favela. A little Seminyak action. Everyone that lives in Bali, I feel, is hiding from something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that some guy seems like a nice guy, and then you hear he's got like a fucking murder charge back in Australia. Yeah, they're the kind of people that I want to hang out with, though. They got mm. yarns, you know. Truly. Oh man, I was going to join the SES. The SES. Yeah. Are you aware of the SES? I'm aware of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been thinking about doing it for a while, and they do an intake once a year. So I went down there. It sounds like they used to do some cowboy shit. So like 93 percent apparently of all of the emergencies and all of the call outs that happen are volunteers. So like if some drunk guy drives his car into your house, the cops will come and arrest him. But as far as your house not then getting peppered by rain and just random people walking in and taking your shit, the SES come and they like. They just do triage, basically, on your house. So, like, a lot of it is um, in storms, a lot of missing persons, you know, if someone goes missing. And they were kind of telling us how missing persons is normally dementia or suicide. So, you got to kind of prep yourself to see a dead body. I think when I was growing up, my family friend was involved. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a cool thing. Because you get to do some adventurous shit, you know, like, when everyone's sitting inside being like, there's a storm. You'd be like on someone's roof, just being like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the wind blowing back like a fucking Bon Jovi video. They were the optics I was looking for. It was a weird thing because it's like I tried to volunteer before for like food trucks and stuff as well, but that's upper echelon. Mm. I think they're the things that are the most rewarding. That's what everyone wants because we're all just trying to combat the guilt of our existence. So I'd spoke to them a few years back when I was in a similar, you know, single and just like had a fair, a bit, fair bit of spare time on my hands. And they'd said, no, there's like a pecking order to this and you got to go clean shit off the butts of people with dementia before you can go and serve the soup right. to the drug addicts. Not and really a big step up, is it? They certainly sound quite different to me. Mm. Obviously, didn't fucking partake. But then with the SES, I was like, this would be cool because they put you through training as well. So, they'll be like- you get your, like, chainsaw ticket and your fucking, uh, I don't know. Chainsaw's the only one I can remember. Chainsaw. Being on a roof. But they were saying that someone fell recently, so now you can't just get on a roof and be a cowboy. Pussies. And I mean, I was like, what? I'm not doing this then. It's kind of a Darwinism, though. Like, if you can't go in cold and stand on a roof and survive, should you be in the SES in the first place? I want to see the SES be like Gladiator. Like, let's put them through their paces. Anyone that comes out the other end doesn't get polar. Dude, they like- do important work. Like, so I can't really shit on them. But at the same time, it was Nigel from accounting. You know what I mean? Like, it was like... <laughs> 
It was like people that were like, I could have been a cop. Also didn't make security. The commitment was pretty hard. Like you have to go for a few hours every, I think it's like three or four hours every Wednesday and then you need to be available for calls and stuff. And like, I think the adventure side of it would be cool. But then at the same time, it's like working in teams. And I was looking around at the people that were at the intake with me and I was like, I don't like anyone. There was a couple of girls that were there that were cool. And I was having a chat with them and they were telling me they'd gone, like someone had gone searching for their missing MH30 plane, which was pretty cool. I don't know. As I was sitting there, I was like, man, I work for myself and I've like fucking pushed for this thing my whole life where people don't have to tell me what to do. And I I think I'm just shit at authority. I know. And it's like, it's a negative, right? They're telling me all these stats. And I was like, this sounds like you're telling me what to do. (laughs) I was like, that's the first hurdle. The thing that kind of, because I was definitely there and I was, I was absorbing it and I was taking it in. They started going into the number of events that they'd visited over the last 10 years and they're bringing up a bunch of stat stuff. No one's asking questions because you don't want to ask questions because you're sitting there and you're like, okay, well, like I'm kind of taking this all in. They're when like, can we any- get to like the guns and stuff? Yeah, any questions? And then there was like a cadet that had been there for a year that was like in as a part of it. And he was like, I have a question, Jillian. And then oh. Jillian was like, what is your question, Fred? And it was, I was like, oh, these people are nerds. Mature age students. He's going to fuck me up. Yes, yes. And then I felt immediately bad thinking that. And now I feel immediately bad for saying it. But at the same time, it's like I decided not to join. I don't think I'm going to be able to commit to this at the same level. And then also I was like, I'm maybe a little bit happy with the corner of the earth that I've carved out mm-hmm. and the people that I know. Maybe I don't need to know Dennis from accounting. Mm. And be on a roof with him while he tells me to be careful. See, I I like the idea of volunteering and like putting your time into something extracurricular that is um, beneficial to the wider community. But if it was me, I'd definitely be in the Army Reserves because at least then you get to fire guns and throw grenades. <laughs> you do be in the Army Reserves would suck because they'd be like, yo. We're, We're going, going to war. Russia. <laughs> and you'd be like, fuck, nah, 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 I'm good. Nah, I've uh, sprained my ankle, bro. Yeah, dude, like, asthma. Uh, I can't go, man. You got Ventolin in uh, <laughs> St. Petersburg? Nah, dude, it was like, it was a weird thing because I do have respect for the people that do it. But then at the same time, I was like, I could feel the resistance immediately. And I was like, well, I'm not going to waste anyone's time. But then they did call. They did? Yeah, and they were like. We're pretty keen. You show promise. And I was looking at it and I was like, I know why you're keen. Because <laughs> no one else wants to Because I'm it. fucking 6'6". <laughs> and I look like at least I can fucking climb a ladder. You know what I mean? Because I was looking know. around. There was like some 60-year-old man in there and shit. There was something about the governmental rule over the top mm. of it. They were like, yeah. And then they were showing this highlight video that was made in like fucking MS Paint. And they were showing, you know, like bouncing through that. You know, it had like. I got the eye of the tiger. <laughs> so she, like, <laughs> and I was just like, "This is so fucking lame." Hey, maybe. And then, an and, and, then to- the, and then there was a bunch of them. It was like a fucking a collage of photos of them all like stopping people from coming into WA with COVID checks. And I was like, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I would have done that. I would have gone to the front and been part of the resistance. I've eh? been like, yo, Delby, come here. You're fucking good. You're good. You're good. Yeah, be He's- like manning the door at a club. <laughs> He's got a bunch of bananas on you. Yeah, come through, come through. Yeah, dude, you're fine. Fucking don't worry about it. Fruit flies fuck all, bro. It's fine. As far as I'm concerned, border control died with the crocodile hunter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you don't think Bindi Irwin's still carrying the torch? Dude, 2002, I was coming across from Brisbane with a pack of bananas and they were saying no. Steve Irwin was there in the photo and I was like, okay, Steve. I put him in the volunteer bin. Coming from you. After that, no I'm dice. coming through the dried fish like I'm on fucking <laughs> Border Patrol. Yeah. Have you ever watched that show? Yeah. Dude, that is the highest rating show in Australia. Unsurprising. And it was just Asian dudes coming in with dried with fish food. and yeah. just being like, I didn't know. What's wrong? <laughs> like, we do this. And then the Australians just being like, fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really great tourism uh, advertising, is it? No, it was just like laugh at the people that aren't from here. Yeah. It was a fucking low-key racist show. It's kind of funny, though, because people on planes are generally the worst people that you'll ever meet. Those people carrying fish, it's like they're definitely the worst people you've ever met. I don't know. I kind of respect it. It's fine. It's like, do your thing. People like different shit. People like fucking foe. You don't? Dude, foe is dog shit. Well, I fucking vehemently disagree with you. But is that because you have Japanese tattoos? Or are you going to fucking talk Vietnamese, to me about this? Vietnamese, but let's... Well, where are your tattoos from? Were they done by that. a white man? 
because I've been a man. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I passed the Yakuza test. You should hit up that dude and just oh, be like, exactly. yo. I've got the Yakuza stamp of approval. <laughs> it's like I've been through the fire. They can't touch me now. Dude, I agree completely. But foe is dog shit. Foe is not dog shit and it's fur, but whatever. Oh, and you've ever called it fur? Uh, have you, know you ever what? called it fur? I have, but it you feels bad. It feels bad. Lying. No, you, you do, because I feel bad, because it sounds stupid. It's like it's pronounced fucking foe. Well, that's how it's spelt. But it's fucking fur. And yeah, well, uncultured, uncultured people will always we are cultured, say that. You know, like, we are cultured. We should did you hear me earlier say croissant? You did, and that was very, very brave yeah. and admirable. That's how I see myself. <laughs> <laughs> In the mirror in the morning, I'm like, brave, check, admirable, check. <laughs> For real, though, you did, touch on, you did touch on a bee's nest because a fur is one of my favorite things. If you call it fur again, I'm uh, shutting this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is over. It's I mean, one of my favorite things. good stop? And I was like, fur. <laughs> well, like faux fur? No, Like no, he was no. an actor. No. Fur. Fur. <laughs> uh, Travin, Brisbane Street in Northbridge, for anyone listening, is my favorite cheap eats restaurant. And they do a braised duck, dry fur noodle, and it is fucking fire. They also do a raw beef, which is dope as well, but I like the duck. The and duck, I've taken the, you the, there. The dry what? The dry duck. I'm pretty sure I've the taken you there. The dry duck what? The dry duck. Son of a bitch. Regardless of what it's called, I don't want to fish for my food. Like, I'm like, what is this, a fucking lucky dip? (laughs) I can't believe you just fur shamed me. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what the fucked up thing is? I know that there's something wrong with me. I know that everyone likes pho. I know that everyone likes ramen. I don't know why. Like, I just wanted my food dry. It was fine. Not a huge fan of hot liquids. And I still go. I still go with people. I've been in relationships with people that fully like ramen, and I'm I'm not there shitting on it. I'm like, I'm ready to learn. I'm ready for the moment. I'm ready for the moment where you're going to be like, boom. And everyone's always like, this. I'm, dickheads will do this from this. I guarantee I'll get messages of people being like, look, bro, I'll take you. I've been to that one opposite fucking QB1. It's fine. I'm open to this sort of stuff. But every time I eat food that is in greasy, hot water, I'm like, this fucking sucks and would be better if this water wasn't here. <laughs> Look, fair enough. I mean, not everyone's on that boat. But first off, for me, ramen tastes amazing. That Tonkotsu Melbourne place that you're talking about underneath the Melbourne Hotel is probably one of the best ones going around, in my opinion. I reckon it's a banger. The thing is about ramen. If you ever tried to make it at home, it's verging on impossible. A lot of these places have hand-cut noodles, handmade noodles, which are you wouldn't do at home. Second, to be able to create that broth, it comes from a stock, like dashi, comes from a stock that is like old as fuck. So they'll create in this pot, and it's just basically reused all the time. They just keep filling it up, filling it up, filling it up. So the broth carries the patina of the pot that it was brewed in over X amount of years. So the older the place is, the more dope the broth is, and it's not something that you can replicate at home. But you can go to that place and get a bowl of it for like 16 bucks or whatever, and it's fucking sensational. I, I think maybe in Japan, like if you went in the height of summer in Perth, ramen is not the fucking option. But when you're in like snowy Tokyo, ramen is, or like fucking snowboarding, like ramen is – life-giving dude and that is the place for it 44 fucking degrees and you're sitting in barrack street that i trying to that i agree on a fucking thing i agree with that it's dude. not a summer dish yeah and i don't want a history lesson i want to fucking eat some lunch and fucking stuff. <laughs> people die for every food bro <laughs> you think the pasta came easy ramen is the blood diamond of japan <laughs> <laughs> it comes through struggle like, I mean, I can always respect the way that anything is done, but I don't necessarily have to eat it and be like, mm, yeah, I can really taste the fucking history and culture of this. It's like, mm. yo, it's 40 degrees and I'm fucking dying. Look, and I- if I eat anything with hot, I mean, I'm a weirdo anyway, because hot liquids are just fucking weird to me. Mm. I don't drink hot coffee. I don't like tea. Which like is strange in itself, being an Englishman, you should be frothing. barely an Englishman. I was born there and then I came here in one of those sky cults that fucking shits everyone. Yeah, but, you know, 
all those people are like, oh, I'm not an Englishman until it suits them. And then the fucking Liverpool-Manchester United game comes on the TV and they're all like why up you, in arms. Why do you hate me? Why, should we not talk about this? Why do you hate me? There was a really good football game gone over the last few days. Scott, do you want to talk about that? Bro. He's taking his, he's taking his shit off and he's leaving. He's taking his shit off. I'm actually concerned that I'm going to be beaten up. How did the game with Liverpool go the other day? Bro, it's about how you support when <laughs> when the ships are down. <laughs> well, look, as a non-biased supporter, how would you rate their uh, effort over that game? Glitch in the Matrix, brother. Yeah? It was a glitch in the Matrix. It happens from time to time. You ever play a game? I don't know. You're not much of a, a sporting game person, but... You play FIFA and like you'll be watching someone all the time and then you just get beat like 7-0 and you're like... Like when I play FIFA with you. Yeah, it's just like it is what it is. It just fucking happens. It doesn't mean anything. Usually I destroy you and then one day you'll just come out. FIFA bongs was a time. Have we ever spoken about FIFA bongs? I don't know if we spoke about FIFA bongs. I'm doing anything to get off the topic of Man United right now. But it was a glitch in the Matrix. FIFA bongs, for those of you playing at home, is similar to any FIFA game that you've played if you have friends where one person can challenge the other person to a game of FIFA and every time you concede a goal, you need to have a bong. Me and Danny used to play FIFA shots, but that shit was like anytime, any place, and we lived together. So I'd be like on the way to work in the morning, he was like FIFA shots and you couldn't turn it down <laughs> and then you would just be drunk wherever yeah. you went. <laughs> well, I played FIFA bongs with Scott once and on that off chance that he'd beat me, which was very rarely... <laughs> This time I was beaten quite considerably, <laughs> let's just say, after 10 goals scored against me, I was not operating so well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this seriously, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Scott is now changing out of his Manchester United shirt because he feels a deep shame in supporting such a trash team that gets beaten by a bunch of douchebags 7-0. On the plus side, Scott informs me that their women's team did really well that weekend and beat Liverpool 6-0. So... Hats off to the women's team. It's about time you did something. But no one listening to this knew that the women's team beat the fucking (laughs) (laughs) You know, the fucked up thing is I watch United. Like I watch every fucking match. It upsets me that you somehow have some weird connection to Liverpool. My mother. Fuck foe, fuck Liverpool, (laughs) fuck old liquids. (laughs) It's the end of the Club Google podcast, guys. This is where we depart ways. He didn't like foe and now I am out. (laughs) You know what's pissed me off this week? Did you know, Scott, that you can buy a blue tick now on Instagram? Where do you go about this? What I, is I'm the I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it because I'm not a fucking idiot. Com. But I've got a message for all of our listeners that have got blue ticks. What you doing? Why the fuck are you guys giving these cunts money for fucking blue ticks? Like, do you think this is going to get you more pussy? Because if that's the case, you're sadly mistaken, my friend. You're not going to go drop into Kalani's DMs and have any traction. That being said, you know what? Maybe I'm a fuckwit because Drake only opens his messages up to people with blue ticks. So maybe I'm behind the eight. <laughs> so all, all of your messages haven't been read. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been hitting him up for years. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, that song you did, Hotline Bling, is fucking yeah, sick, eh? Sick, man. <laughs> I've been on it since day one, bro. But for real, though, if you've got less than 10,000 subscribers, why are you buying a blue tick? Come on. Come on, guys. Bro, I had 10, I am. You had 10,000. I had 10.5. What happened? I stopped fucking putting out music. <laughs> I had 10.5 and everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, look at my cat. And they were like, get fucked. <laughs> get fucked. I remember busting my ass to 10, bro, because it was like, that was when you could put links in things. So when uh-huh. you release music, you could be like, swipe up to fucking listen mm-hmm. to it or whatever. Now it's all link in bio. People weren't with it, eh? Right next to your OnlyFans. Dude, I get OnlyFans. How much, okay, how much would you have to make on OnlyFans? How much, what would your monthly be on OnlyFans to to make every family barbecue awkward? I'd have to say, like, monthly, it would be up, like, close to 100, 120 bucks. (laughs) 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 And you know what the sad thing is? I honestly don't think I could get there. (laughs) What do you reckon people are into? Because the way that I see it, I was I was I was consulting a friend who had a lot of Instagram followers, and she was like, "I'll do OnlyFans," and I was like, "You need to hint, but never give it away." Mm. I think there is validity to that 
strategy. However, I think that people get real sick and tired of that real fast. Like if you don't give it up, eventually they're just going to not subscribe anymore. I think you need to incrementally give it away. So like half a pussy. The pussy is like six months in. Right. So you're starting out with like a, a tit. Yeah, just one. <laughs> and that's just a, a bit just of areola. Yeah. That's, that's not even full nipple. No one's ever subscribed to, and there's no way I'm putting this in the pot. So, what's up, Patreon? Because if my mum hears this, I'm going to fucking die. No one's ever subscribed to an OnlyFans after coming. Because then they get the post-nut clarity that what am I doing with my life? So, every time it's like, oh, I wish I could get more. You know what, though, Scott? Is post-nut clarity, and we we know this term is very, very widely used. Is post-nut clarity universal? I've assumed it is. Uh, Obviously, because it affects us. Yeah. But- Maybe there's... Post-not clarity is the real me. Uh. <laughs> that is the realest me. 100%. The realest me. Like, yeah. you want a limitless test? You know, like, in Inception, how he's got the thing that spins? Yes. And you you're know like, am, you're I, am I awake at? or am yeah. I dreaming? That's, That's post-not clarity. <laughs> it's like, has my entire existence been false? <laughs> That Nine is- times out of ten, yes. So good, so good of a point. I mean, you're not going, yeah, oh, Jesus, I don't even want to go into that because it's just too, too raw. There's trauma there, dude. There's a lot of trauma there. I was talking about this with a friend of mine at the bar the other day. I was like, this is my theory on the human existence. Here we go. 18 to 26. You go out, everything is focused on attracting the attention of the opposite sex from a guy's perspective. And you're like- I'm going to go out. I'm going to do everything I fucking can. And you start talking to a girl and you're flirting, hitting it off. And I swear to God, from like 18 to 26, you're like, how am I going to get you home? Mm-hmm. How's this going to happen? And there's obviously shit in the way. Well, are my parents going to be awake? Girls were on their same page. You guys were both fucking crafty as hell. I reckon from 28 onwards, you start talking to a girl at a bar. It gets to the, should we go back to mine or do you want to come around or vice versa? And this new voice enters the chat. It's a new fucking voice. And it goes, how are you going to get her out of your house? (laughs) (laughs) You've already understood that you're going to make a bad decision. And I do think it's for both parts where you both kind of lying there afterwards being like, Cool. So we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> On the third episode of Animal Planet. <laughs> in the background. Dude, and you're just like. Uh, let's call it here, eh? Uh, let's call let's it. Call it. And then you're like, where the fuck is Big Tim? <laughs> <laughs> and this was before Uber, dude. In Palmyra? Hang on, I need a piss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But yeah, post-not clarity, universal. I don't think it is. I think from my conversations with friends, it probably is. The majority of it reverts back to like a time long ago. Because these days, I just don't put myself in that position. I want to put the question out to our wider audience. Men, have you ever not suffered post-not clarity with like a random one-nighter, gone home, done your thing and been like hey this is like chill let's hang out for the rest of the day or two females do you suffer from post-nut clarity once we've got your thing done are you like i need to get the fuck out of here immediately <laughs> girls, <laughs> girls suffer from no nut clarity they're <laughs> oh, like this yeah. is not happening i need to get the fuck here. you know someone messaged me and she's pregnant i can't remember what i'd shared but she was like i didn't orgasm at the conception of my child and I've really been taken there. Wow. Look, I can understand, like, not coming all the time, maybe, for a female. Especially if you're trying to get a job done, like, and you're trying to get pregnant. Because at that point... She wasn't trying to get pregnant. Oh, well, then. Well, then. That, I think in general, I think it's probably there is a disappointing part of it. Because there's always... It's like chaos theory, right? You've got, like, the start point and the end point And everything that happens in between is completely fucking random. But at least we know that it's there. Yeah. I've definitely pretended before. (laughs) 
which is so funny because uh, it's it, so fucked up. How? How? And I have too. I have never pretended after th- before thirty. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I was digging for gold like my life depended on it. That is so true. But yeah, I've definitely been like. Like, did, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. did you come? Yeah, yeah, yeah fully yeah. did. Yeah, fully did twice. So yeah, it's crazy. Never happened before. Um, by the way, can you get the fuck out of my house? <laughs> <laughs> I made a terrible decision. Do you agree? <laughs> can you imagine finding common ground with someone that you'd slept with that had during, made a terrible decision during the post nut clarity? It's like, <laughs> hey, was that as shitty for you as it yeah. was for me? Yeah, should we be friends Are we now? Bad people. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really do it. I, I I didn't really do a lot of fucking one night stands. The dudes I grew up with had been like having sex in toilets and fucking just weird shit. Where I was just like, they were like, "Oh, you've never gone to a." I never go to a club and dance with people. That shit was weird as hell. I was watching friends of mine do it, and it seemed to work. And I was like, "No, man, like I want to kind of know the person first and stuff like that." But the world around me was. Having sex in toilets, having all of this drama. Whereas I was like, "What's wrong with me? I'm only having sex with people that I have a fucking some form of already relationship with." Man, this has been in the fucking the gutter. This has been in the gutter the whole time. We got in the weeds, man. That's not the weeds, dude. That's like the fucking the debris after a storm. True. That the SES get called out for the seaweed. <laughs> a lot of fucking drill usage. It's my time for the piss. Ah. Uh. Back in the new fucking job. Yeah, pretending like I know what the fuck I'm doing, pretending like I care. It's all very, very difficult. But we're making progress. We're getting there. I just need to sell something. Once I sell something, then I'll be happy. You haven't you haven't broken through yet? Well, no, of course not, because I work in enterprise. So, you know, you might come across a customer. Like I have a customer. Well, I have a, a contact now in a large global oil and gas company who I went and met today and, you know, he's just signed a sole sourcing agreement with a competitor of mine for like three years. So I was like, well, I can't really do anything with you for the next three years. But you just chalk that up to like timing and then in 24 months I'll reach out and we'll see what we can do. But that's the problem with enterprise. It's like they're big companies. People are chasing them. You can't get run rate shit. I can't expect to walk into a a role and in three weeks turn it into an opportunity, turn it into a sale. So it's just not going to happen. Are people lingering? They're like, come on, superstar, you fucking doing this or what? I feel it. Yeah? I feel it. And you're like, chill. I think let me fucking work. I think it speaks to the quality of how I interview. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, dude, you really fucking talk this shit up. This guy's a fucking gun. And then I come in and just browse YouTube for fucking three weeks. That's it. Yeah. Again. It's like the first pump. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of talk. You're, bring, you're not bringing much the gold. No, you're bringing the gold. And then it's like is that it? Three months down the track, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm a bit tired. I've <laughs> got a headache. <laughs> Didn't eat well today. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Where do we even go from here, Scott? Dude, it is, it's about as dark as it gets. I do feel like this is probably, for the most part, a Patreon fucking episode. But maybe, that's what's bound may, to happen Maybe at some we point. just throw it and be like, hey, guys, we recorded one, not putting it out. Yeah, it's in the page. Take it or don't. That's a possibility. What have we got? What have we got that's somewhat above board? Okay, so I went to that goddamn SES thing. had an awakening within myself that I am not ready to voluntarily join a government department. Um, I didn't know it was going to fucking take so long. So, But I ended up coming back here at like fucking 11.30 or some shit. I didn't know that Snoop Dogg was in town. Mm. That looked like it was fucking inhabited by some... Absolute fucking bottom feeders, dude. I only say that to say this. Like, I there's a gated sort of thing downstairs. I was like, I'll just roll the moped into the bar, close the gate behind me, came up, got out the podcast for last week. And then um, I was like, I'll bounce. And my friend was still working in here. So I go downstairs, I open the gate, I roll the fucking moped out, and I put my fucking helmet on while I'm relocking the gate. And as I'm doing it, I can see these fucking two dudes and they've got that vernacular of just a, when dudes have done many, you can just hear and their voice change. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're walking past me and they're kind of arguing with each other about some shit. I'm like, whatever. Just kind of picked it up as part of the scenery. And there's quite a few people on the street. It's like, a, I think it was a Tuesday night. 
pretty fucking busy because I didn't know this new dog concert had been on, but obviously that had just broken out. So I get on the moped, helmet on. There's people in front of me. I'm not gunning it. I'm just like, just like rolling along. And I look at the people that are in front of me and they're looking straight past me. And then I can hear footsteps like encroaching upon me. Some dude just fucking grabbed my shoulders while I'm riding the bike. And I immediately let the fucking moped go. So that thing fucking just falls over, cracks on the side and grabbed this dude and like slammed him against the Belgian beer cafe out of just pure adrenaline. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was one of those two dudes. And he was immediately fucking knew he made the wrong decision. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. Like, I was only joking. And I could see his mate running. And I thought, well, I've got a helmet on. Like, I'm not going to get king hit. But yeah, they were both apologizing profusely. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? And then I went home and I couldn't sleep because I had all that adrenaline that just like fucking threw me around. How nice is that though? You actually got an apology out of a somewhat method. Dude, immediately. Because you know when you're drunk and like some shit's going down and like he's just got caught up in the moment and he's just come running and I've just been caught up in the adrenaline of the situation and like I wasn't going to do anything about it, but I just found it was like it was like being on a bike and then immediately just standing holding someone. And just yelling nonsense at them. Look at fucking And I realized I was an old man. Yeah, that happens. It's like me yelling at someone who I thought was trying to break into my house the other week. It was just Hanson. <laughs> yeah, it's just your immediate yeah. thing. It's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fucked up, man. But yeah, people on the streets are not the one. It seems like mass gatherings just bring out fucking morons. 100%. Especially when it's Snoop Dogg as well. I mean, yeah. you're getting that whole that whole corroboree of people. But when's the last time Snoop Dogg wrote out a song that you liked? Pharrell. Yeah. No, nah, what dun, was that? Dun, dun, dun. Was that one where they were all dancing? The around? Oh, drop it like it's hot. No, nah, that's not the one. That's I'm the Pharrell of. one. Yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So that was cool. But even at that point, like he was green screen, fucking true. Ghost riding the whip and shit. He was still dressed in blue though, like a true crit. Yeah, I don't know. Are we meant to respect that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the fuck, I'm in Australia. I don't know. It's like, cool, man. I wonder if Snoop gets post-nut clarity. <laughs> Dude, they're all married. I know. That's the thing. Like, everyone's married. They're all like, yeah, I get the bitches. It's like, no, you don't, dude. Well, he does. You're married. Though. He does. No. He's got a he's got an open relationship. No, this is the myth, dude. You reckon? They're like, I need to let morons think that I'm the man, but I love you, babe. Right. You ever see Tiny with fucking T.I. on their love and hip-hop and shit? Mm. Dude, they're in the same relationships as everyone else. True. All of them. And then they're like, I get a hundred bitches. It's like, <laughs> no, you don't, dude. You're like maybe- You're one. fucking married. <laughs> and they have a tight prenup. <laughs> oh, it shit. definitely doesn't go down like that. The cars are rented. It's all bullshit. And by all means, man, go get it. But people that believe that shit, I remember doing fucking parties here where dudes were in like motocross fucking t-shirts and flat brim hats, finding solace with like gangster rap that was fake from America. It was mm. like, could could you be more lost than that? That's a fucking gnarly thing. Mm. It's like, yeah, man, I know what it's like in the hood. You live in fucking Thornley, <laughs> Huntingdale or wherever the fuck, you know, like wherever the hills are. Yeah. And more power to you, but you could have just been like, yeah, Crusty Demons is sick. True. It'll be closer. It'll be closer to the source. <laughs> I smoked weed again this week, so I was like, oh, cool. I'm having fucking thoughts again. <laughs> thoughts about? Just thoughts in yeah. general. You know, your mind just fucking popping off because I hadn't smoked weed for quite a while. And then it's like, you think about all of the things that you sit there thinking about, like the things that ruminate. I don't know if everyone gets this, but I get it like in just in general life where I'm like, you know, I'll start reading about like the Russia conflict and, you know, I was talking about the fucking UFO stuff and the Biden stuff. And I'm like, you can get really worked up about shit and you can just be like, oh man, like what's really going on? And you get super stressed out. Or you could just be like, eh, it's all good. I'm looking forward to the MH30 fucking flight documentary that's coming out on Netflix. 
I don't really have anything fucking role to play in this greater fucking thing, right? Do you do that? Do you ever see, do you see there and just be like, whoa, it's overwhelming how fucked up the world is or like that the, we might be on the brink of nuclear war? No. For yeah. me, it's literally about like I've got a sales meeting tomorrow and I'm not prepared and that anxiety. So you're micro instead of macro. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I think yes. I have the time to be macro at the moment. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's not because <laughs> I probably have the freedom that everyone wants. It's like, man, you could really fucking explore yourself. And I'm just sitting there just being like, man, they're going to fucking push fucking Putin too far. (laughs) (laughs) But the reality is that regardless of what you do, like the fucking situation is going to be the situation, right? Like no tweet or post or fucking podcast with 847 fucking followers is going to make any goddamn difference. Absolutely not, no. But I was looking at the – there's a – nuclear explosion that's really famous which is called um castle black you've heard of that i have indeed dude that's nuts yeah mental they fucked that up yeah bad yeah they didn't fuck it up bad enough but they fucked it up bad yeah, they, they got some of the equations wrong and yeah fully thought it was gonna be way smaller than it was harness the power of the sun mm-hmm. and um they had to pay a bunch of money to a bunch of hawaiians whose shit got fucked up yeah, well, they, they, I was reading something the other day or listening to something where they're like, someone was saying that they almost need to drop another one of those. To let people know, because all yeah. of the uh, yeah. nuclear testing now is done underground. Correct. And they're like, we need to move this above ground so that people can be scared again. Yeah, this is what could happen. Dude, that Castle Black thing is nuts. You know, the shockwave that it sent, so the wave that could be actually uh, measured from any point three it went three times around the earth jesus before it ran out of energy that's insane eh? dude it's absolutely fucking insane it's mental to think that those because the people don't realize that the bombs that we dropped on not we the bombs that the the west dropped on nagasaki and hiroshima were fusion i think they were fusion bombs or no they were fission no fission is the new one right so, it's a totally different type of physics. Well, one's a hydrogen bomb as well. Is there a difference there? I'm not really sure. Well, the ones that they dropped that caused all that destruction were the first iteration. Yeah. And the ones they have now are 500 times stronger than that. Mm. So, two or three of them is going to wipe out the majority of the Western world. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Pretty cool, though. I don't know. I don't. I don't have that in me now where i'm like that's pretty cool i'm like that's kind of fucking terrifying because if it happened it just happened well yeah that's the thing i think i'm fine with it if someone wanted to drop a nuclear bomb that wiped out the entire planet tomorrow i'm okay with it i've done what i needed to do it just feels like people that have the the control of that sort of stuff now like i think we just kind of lost I, i think in general humanity we've entertainment's taken over from anything else like, you were always... Imagine if you went to high school and you knew your teacher was a fuckhead. Like, you really knew. Mm. You would use that against them really heavily. It's like now we're just, like, adults and we're like, oh, we know that the people that are in control of this shit Forward. are kind of fucking yeah. mental. And it's like, you know, you have the Pentagon and the White House talking about how many fucking... Uh, what's it called? Like, how many... trans people or lgbtq people are working in the fucking white house and stuff and it's like no one fucking cares dude no one cares like what we care about is like safety are you escalating this situation like Mm. i don't know the fucking answer to it but i'm not a politician but it's like if that shit happens i've always said like you you would have to think that if you were russia or someone like that you could be like hey america this is what we can do to you and then just bomb australia (laughs) He'd be like, this is a small version of you. Boom. Mm. And you can't escape that. Americans can't escape that because we speak the same language. We fucking consume the same media. We gave them Steve Irwin. There's that stand-up comedian that's not funny. Jim Jeffries. So they would be like, oh, they're kind of similar to us. There's no more koalas. There's no more fucking kangaroos. 
And they would be like, okay, let's make some sort of a fucking deal. It does seem pretty terrifying to me. Just watching that Castle Black thing, mm. it's nuts. Like the fact that you, the sheer size of that and the fact that it harnessed genuinely the power of the sun, I'm like, oh, man. I don't think that, but that's the thing is like, this is what I was weighing up during the week. I was like, they, throughout human history, constantly there has been reason to be scared about everything. And I think if you have enough time and you make yourself aware of these things, you could just live in that. But reality is it's just boredom eating something, right? Mm. Because if I just had pressing things, like I know I've had projects on before where I'm like, oh my God, I'll be off in the morning to get this out and how am I going to get this done and da-da-da. And that's the only thing that you think of and it's the only thing that consumes your thoughts. I think I just don't have those fucking pressing matters at the moment. So I'm just like, are we on the brink of nuclear extinction? (laughs) Trying to put your nervous energy into something else. I don't think that the majority of people I know think about that stuff and that's probably for the better in some sense. You know what I mean? Because you could just be terrified all the time. Mm. But the reality is being terrified and not being terrified, it doesn't fucking matter. No, it makes zero difference. Yeah. It's like if there was a tsunami, this is what the SES was saying, they were given tsunami support vehicles because they identified the west coast of Australia as being the most likely place to get hit by a tsunami. They didn't really go into it too much more mm-hmm. than that. We haven't had one, so that was quite an interesting thing. But they gave him this weird little buggy. Is that, it amphibious? Yeah, it just didn't deal well with salt water. I was like, this kind of fucking defeats, defeats the purpose, purpose yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, I was like, man, if a tsunami was coming, it'd be way better not to know. Nah, in WA, I don't think it'd even be an issue. Just drive 30Ks inland, you'd be fine. As soon as you hit the scarp, water doesn't run uphill. I don't care how big the tsunami is, it's not getting over that. Yeah, but you're not going to know. Oh, you'll know. Like, no, no, but let's talk about it right now. Like, if me and you are sitting here doing a podcast, yep. and like last week when we had both iPhones filming the podcast, yeah, we got two hours, something happens. We assume that people know what's going on. We assume that there's like the Bureau of Meteorology and shit like that. But when's the last time we get the fucking weather forecast right? Hmm. So, realistically, you'd be sitting there going, what happened while I was away? Like, you came out of jail for 77 days. You're like, what happened when I was out? I was like, uh, the whole fucking world (laughs) collapsed and kind of tried to reform on itself. Mm. It would be way better not to know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to the end of the world, though, so... This this is ironic, considering you said you were going to live to 120. I am. By that point, after 70, you'd be like, fuck. Oh, 100%. Let's keep it going. I'm already considering how I check out at like 75. I just told you before, I'm going to retire in Bali for the next 20 years. That'll take me to what, 58. And then I think I'll just go into a nest of drugs and alcohol until I die at like 65. I think. Let's talk about Bali. Do you reckon Bali, do you reckon people that- retire to Bali, not retire to Bali, but people that check out of civilization as we know it and just go live on a holiday island. Because people do it. Because every time you go there, you'll see like a dude just drinking a beer at a bar with a monkey on his shoulder. and it's Leathery. Like, yeah. And you're like, did you get it right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't Were the rest of us on this fucking- I don't think anyone's getting it right. I think that's what's right for you. Yeah, but what's that? Because there's a constant changing fucking seesaw, right? You're just like- uh, Mm. Am I fucking doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Am I happy? Da da da. And then you just get another person near you and you're just like, I love you and tell me everything's going to be okay and I'll tell you everything's going to be okay. And you just both lie to each other. That's pretty much it. I think that's probably the, that's probably the path. Otherwise, you're just a dude that's sitting, sipping fucking bintang being like, everyone's got it fucking wrong. But then they probably go home and just fucking cry and do heroin anyway. Then you come into this world alone, you die alone. Mm hmm. I think. But you in the middle of it? Are you meant to be? I think you have fun in the middle or try to anyway. Yeah. Maybe you wholesale buy into that idea that you just like, I wonder how aware people are of that in the sense of like, tell me it's going to be okay and I'll tell you it's going to be okay and we're just going to fucking lie to each other and it's going to be okay. Till you catch them texting someone on Instagram. You're like, oh, it's all a lie. Dude, imagine what that would be like now for people. Because I think in our generation, we're like kind of semi-aware of it to the point where it's like we'd have a hyper-awareness to that. 
But if you had been married for like 20 years and then you found that you just like peer over to your husband's phone and he's got fucking Instagram or OnlyFans or Snapchat. Or, I think Snapchat's the one. Uh-huh. You'd be like, so why do you have that? If you're a grown man over 30 with Snapchat, are you up to some shit? Yeah, for real. You're fully up to some shit. You are on fucking TikTok though. Yeah, but like passively. Or you're up to, bro. I'm not sending cock shots. Via TikTok. Does TikTok have a direct message in service? I couldn't answer that question. Not sure. I'm so blissfully happy that I don't. That I. Someone told us that we do well on TikTok the other day. Oh yeah. She's like, you guys get some really good engagement. I was like, a fucking. <laughs> I haven't even opened. Not it. I. <laughs> not I. No, I don't know about it. It'd be nuts, man. Being like in a fucking proper like it. We're working through our problems relationship and then you just fucking peer over and you fucking, you see a charge on your credit card and it's like, what's on OF? What does that stand for? Man, it's, it's fucked. It's like I have no good positive role models in that scenario. I can name like two or three of my friends' parents who are still together that seem to have their shit together where they actually enjoy being around each other and seem supportive, but you only see what's on the outside. But I've got no first-hand role models to like... To, to like mirror in terms of my, my behavior and shit. It's like this is all going to shit. Every single married girl I know is unhappy, the ones that I've spoken to anyway. And That's some why of they're them, talking to you. Exactly, exactly. Dude, it's dark. I also don't know what it is about me with married women. It's like why me? Why are you talking to me? No, oh, no, it's fucked up because this as a, as a single dude, married women do fucking talk to you. Yeah. But it's like, and then you're like, Ugh. is it me though? Like, do I put out? No, nah, I think vibe? I don't know. Who fucking knows, dude? It's a weird thing. Like, if this is the dark podcast where we just fucking speak to the 19 people, it's like, you know, a relationship you want to be in. Again, it's like that's what you said. A role model. It's like relationships are fucking hard work by all means, and I've never been able to stay in one to completion. She's death. (laughs) How does one define completion? But I mean, I'm glad that I've had them as much as they've been fucking painful and they've caused me, you know, like grueling pain at times, whether it's through the breakup or or in the relationship themselves. It's just like, I said this a long time ago to you at fucking dinner. It was like, I don't know a relationship that I want to be in. Mm. But yet we all are like... You'll strive for it. Yeah, you strive for it to some degree. But it's like a job that's going to make you happy. How many fucking people do you know are happy? Fucking none. Can you identify? I can't identify one. I know a few that, but it all comes down to like a lot of the friends of mine that are happy have been like set up in life already and they can just go and do whatever they want. Mm. Like I got one friend who's been fortunate in business and- He's going to buy a catamaran and go sail around like Australia and go to like fucking Indonesia and just live on a catamaran because that's what floats his boat. Yeah. 99.9% of people could never be in that position. Does it float his boat though? I think it genuinely does. Take me, for example. I'm going to Bali next week by myself for 10 days. I'm just going to fucking chill. I don't need to work. I can do whatever I want. And about 90% of me is like, don't fucking go. What's the (laughs) fuck? You're just going to go there and just sit around. Yeah. It's like, I'll find ways to fill the day and I'll eat some good food and I'll come back and I'll be like, man, this fucking happened or I saw someone do this. But it's like, I'm searching for a fucking experience. You don't know what it is, but at the end of the day, you're just like throwing your fucking hat in the ring. That's right? kind of all you can do though, right? Maybe. I think, but that's, is that the truth? Because that's the, for me, I'm like, well, that's all you can do. That's kind of. Is that what everyone's doing? I think so. But I think when maybe you have like a partner that's really, close to you like you kind of yeah, trick each other into thinking that it's then not that are you the toddler that just won't let go of his blanket it's like is this my security and i'm holding on to it because yeah. it makes me forget about all the things that i wanted to achieve and can't yeah do you think your life will be more than this at 38 that's a great question scott yeah same. <laughs> but from the outside, look at what we've experienced, look at what we've done, look at what we've achieved over the years. It's nothing to sneeze at. 
But I think part of it is the ease of which we can compare ourselves to everyone else. And whatever you achieve is never enough because you built this own, your own idea of what it should be in your head. It's just not, it might not be realistic. So we just look at people and go, man, that like you see the, the broad strokes of the positivity of things and go, I could have done that and I didn't and I feel bad for that. Or, you know, is I think that the whole thing is like we're not meant to fucking compare ourselves to, you to know, other people. You know what right? fucks me day to, day to day is not the opportunities missed. It's the opportunities present that I'm not noticing. Mm. So you can't do anything. Like I had the opportunity to invest in that VGW when it first popped off and I probably would be a millionaire today but didn't because I wasn't in the position where I was able to do it. There's no point in me dwelling on that, being like, oh, fuck, what could have been? But it's like, what's the next thing? So for me, for example, it's like if I don't want to work anymore and do something that I really enjoy, I reckon like riding the cannabis wave as it becomes recreationally, recreational perhaps in, in Australia, what should I be doing now to position myself to be in a place do something in that field when it becomes available. Because what always happens is, oh, like I've been talking to you about medicinal cannabis for fucking 10 years. Yeah. And I've always been across it and I've always been interested, but I don't see an entry point to it. And then the wave will come and people will start opening businesses and be like, oh, fuck, I should have like, I should have done that or that. That's not a bad idea. I, have, I can see the opportunity now. I know it's there, but I don't see an entry point. That's what keeps me up at night. How many dudes you know that have it all or like have like financially what you would aspire to be that haven't lost it? Well, none. Like every successful person I know has, has been bankrupt pretty much. At yeah. Or close to So it. it's it's sort of like you just get to the next level and you let I gotta kinda gamble it again because I need to feel alive. It's right? not about the gamble. It's 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 more around like not being there to notice the opportunity when it comes across or not just not seeing that entry point. So it's like, should I have a PTY set up right now? Should I be trademarking ideas? Should I you just don't know what you need to have in place for this thing to happen. Yeah, but then on the back end of that, it's like once you get it, you then what fight to keep it, and that's your yeah point of being. It's like, but at least you're interested. Yeah, but that that's the thing is like you're just interested. Like, imagine if you were really interested in fucking Pokemon Go. Is it different? Like, it's like it might bring some fucking positivity. It might bring this and that. But as we've said a million times on here, it's like you don't get to you don't get the car that you have that you can't currently drive and go. I'm going to fucking chill now. Mm, mm. It's like, what's next? Mm. So it's just a constantly what's next. Yeah. I watched like the first 90 seconds of those, like a 90 year old man tells you what he fucking wishes. Mm. And da, da, da. It's like, I think that the only thing that people really hold on to is the, the loss, like what they didn't do or that they didn't spend enough time with like my family and things like that. Like, that's my fear is that I will get, to that position like i'll go to the doctor get like a camera in my ass and they'll be like 90 days bro and i'll be like should have been a family <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean it's easy to, to turn around in hindsight and be like oh fuck i wish i'd done that but it, if it doesn't suit you right now it doesn't suit you so it's like you can't put yourself in a position to like want things that you don't really want in the current, it's easy in hindsight to be like, oh, that would have made my life better. But would it? You don't know. It just feels like a constant fucking roll of shit where you're like, man, I miss that. I miss that. I miss that. You ever just like, I got that one. It's like, no, I didn't get any of them. Mm. I didn't get Bitcoin. I didn't get fucking whatever the fuck else there is. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, I think everyone's kind of the same. And then even the people that did get Bitcoin are fucked now. Like I'd seen them... Driving around with personal plates on a fucking C30 or whatever it was, oh, like um, C63, and then just going, yeah, this is this is the shit. And now I see them like on LinkedIn delivering Uber. Yeah, talking their shit. Yeah. It's just like I don't know, dude. I don't know. I do sit around sometimes, being like, "Am I doing making the right path?" And it's like, no one is. Mm. 
Like maybe the fucking best thing you can do is just go to Bali, get a monkey on your shoulder, drink a bintang. But even then, your existence is only fucking relevant to the fact that you're not doing what other people are doing. You're like, I've got it right and you've got it wrong. It's like mm. no one fucking knows. It's very, very true. So checks and balances at the end. Would you rather right now have been a heroin addict that got over it or be who you are now? I'll take me who I am now. Yeah? Yeah. You'd have a way cooler story. You'd be able to tell more fucking cool stories. How many more cool stories do I need? I'm story We're out. fucking 56 episodes in, bro. We're running out. I know. I'm so- Maybe we started take, talking about one night stands. Yeah, should I take it up? I don't know. Maybe that's what we should do. We should start doing like fucking extreme things, Josh like and drive to heroin, delivery for six weeks, blindfolded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. We're all just out here trying to live. Yeah, no and way. every single person is doing the same thing. So every interaction you have, every fucking idiot that walks past you, everyone that cuts you off in traffic, everyone that almost runs you over on a fucking scooter. <laughs> They're all just being like, am I doing the right thing? It's fucking nuts. And we're all just out here trying to live together. I think we just have the space to think about it. Mm. Like, I earn enough money to be fine. I wonder if the Ukrainians are sitting there going, fuck, I wish I'd moved to Georgia. It's probably next. <laughs> God damn it. Who fucking knows what anyone's thinking in those fucking corners of the world? Not me, Scott. I don't know shit about shit as we have covered <laughs> at run nauseam. Out. You run out today. Maybe you should have done heroin. We could have talked about that. I kind of wish I had now. I'm I would have liked to have tried it once. Yeah. I'm not going to. But I would have liked to have like chased the dragon or something. Or that's how, that's how I'm it. going out. I've already said to myself in my head, whoever is looking after me when I become old and like 75, I'm literally going to go buy a big ass bag of heroin and- Put it all in a needle, and if I get to that point where they're like, "Oh, should we pull the fucking cord and should we just let him?" You slip ain't off doing shit. You know you can't do. You fucking can't do needles. I can, <laughs> as long as I'm not administering them to myself. So you'd be like, "Okay, nurse." No, no, no. It's- okay, silver chain. Can you just bang me up in this heroin? I'll call up my mate. He's good. Put, it in, the, put it in. Put the it in the main line. Exactly. That's how I'd go out. Big hot shot, straight out. Yeah, if you had the choice. Who fucking knows, dude? Would you just be like, no, I need more. I need more time. Or not, you'd just be like, ah. Not you you in your um terminal in a deathbed. Like, put me out of my misery. Yeah, that's what vaping is going to be. Yeah. It's this. Turning our lungs into popcorn. Okay, man, remember the time I got that I get goat? <laughs> Didn't realise that that was going to turn me into the fucking last of us or whatever it was. <laughs> we'll make everyone administer fucking fungi through a vaping device. Imagine if the vapes are actually the vaccine. <laughs> and they just figured out a way to administer everyone, and especially the ones that didn't want it. They're like, won't fucking put that shit in my body. At risk of sounding like a fuckhead. When you haven't smoked weed in ages and you just have like a tiny little bit of weed. And you're like, this is the vaccine to everything. You're like, <laughs> I am so much smarter. I'm so much more connected to everything. I have so much empathy. I have so much more fucking passion for everything and like hopefulness in the world. And then like three weeks later when you're smoking, you're like, oh, what's on YouTube? But like just that first little bit, you're just like, man, I feel a connection. <laughs> I'm at the YouTube stage. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see you there. I'll meet you there. Well, God knows how much of this is going on the fucking YouTubes. But, I really um, don't know. Yeah, it's going to be a short amount, but... We appreciate you rolling with us regardless. And, you know, sometimes we can't come on here and deliver a fucking pure comedic gold like we usually do. And sometimes you have to suffer through stories about people getting jizzed on and eating it. And I'm sorry. That's but- real life. It's real life. That's where we're at. Because you guys are sitting there thinking about fucking tax or like... Your fucking blue tick on Instagram. Yeah, everyone's like, does my fucking boyfriend have TikTok? He definitely does, and he's messaging bitches on it, and you should ask him. Oh, are there any more hard realities as a single man that we could tell women? Nope. I was just thinking about that, and that's a terrible idea. Yeah. The um, Yeah. I'll need to have some time to stew on that question. I'm sure I've got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. Um, if you're listening to this, you're probably not 
optimally fucking utilizing your time. You know what I mean? Get out of the house, put your fucking phone down and go outside. No, but I think, you know what it is? I think that people are like, yeah, this is my, like, I accept that I can do this and I can listen to this and it's a good time for me. Just even if it's just like a mildly better experience than just fucking doing whatever else you're doing. Also, even if you just think we're poor cunts and you want to hate on us, that's cool too. Yeah. We haven't had any of that. I haven't had anyone say anything negative. I reckon there's some people out there that low-key just like maybe even hate listen or bag us out behind Dude, shit gets clipped and screenshotted and sent to like group chats that we're not even Definitely. Like, this is fucking dickhead. <laughs> it's like, that's fine. I do it to you too. <laughs> Suck my whole dick. You heard it here first. Suck his whole dick. Scott Miller, 2023. On that note, peace. Peace.